You're listening to the 12th Region Sports Podcast. PBK Bank has locations in Stanford, Danville, Mount Vernon, Junction City, and Houstonville. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. The People's Bank since 1906. PBKBank.com. Show starts in three, two, one. Guys, this is the 12th Region Sports Podcast Network, um, whatever we call it nowadays. But making my triumphant return to the podcast, filling in for Jimmy, is none other than Kenny G, joined by the correspondents, our uh, contributors, Chris Hazett and Zach Cooley. What's up, guys? What's up, Kenny? How you doing? I'm chilling like a villain, brother. I'm I, sitting I, in a hotel I, I, room in Florence, Kentucky. Glad you're oh. back. I thought you done forgot how to do this. <laughs> now, I got you know me, man. I, I I can be center of attention sometimes. I gotta lay back and let other people get some some shine. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not too much, right? Not too much. I can't <laughs> let them forget about me. Yeah. Well, guys, we have another uh, pretty interesting week of football. You know, after four weeks into the twelfth region area of football coverage. Um. I mean, we like I said, some some interesting stuff. So we're just going to jump out in. We're going to review a few games here. I'm going to go over the scores. You guys, after I go over the scores, talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, first off, you had Rockcastle beating Grant, 63 to 27. Boyle taking out Scott County, 54 to 21. Casey, 24. Russell, six. Corbin, 43. Flashy, zero. Green 41, West 7. Lincoln 62, Bourbon 14. 48, 10 over Danville. North Bullet beats East Jessman 21 to 18. Somerset 48, Garrett 21, uh, which was our highlight game of the week that me and Jimmy went to. And and actually, it was a pretty good game early. But uh, Southwestern gets in the win column, 27-20 over Belfry. And Wayne County stays undefeated against Madison Southern, 19-14. McCurry did not play, guys. Right off the bat, the one thing that sticks out to me is Bull County basically manhandling Scott County, 54-21. to Yeah, I think that was probably that and uh, Corbin over Pulaski, probably the two games that stick out the most. Um, on paper, probably two games that you thought would have been closer than they actually were. Um, but I do think that that tells you the dominance at the top of 4A. Um but with that said, I think those are two really good football teams that got beat. I still got faith in Pulaski, um, and at the end of the day, uh, Scott County was a you know top ten team going in, and I still think that they're probably one of your heavy favorites to win five A. Uh, two games that 
definitely stuck out to me right off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead, Chris. I, I agree with Zach. You know, you know, Pulaski County just run into a buzzsaw. Unfortunately, Scott County did too. Now, I didn't keep up with the Scott County, Bull County game. Uh, Scott was able to put some points on the board. Don't know whether they came early, late, whatever happened. Uh, Bull County showed dominance. But, you know, Pulaski County, I did go back and watch the first the first quarter on YouTube. Pulaski moved the ball against Corbin. They even scored against Corbin, which got called back. Pulaski kind of hurt themselves a lot throughout the game. So I think the, I think both teams will be fine moving forward. But that, like, just like Zach said, that's the two of the top teams in 4A. So it is what it is. Yeah, you know, Pulaski, guys, Pulaski is, is a lot better than their record shows. Thelman Southwestern and, and, and Boyle County have played three of the toughest schedules up to this point. Would you agree? Yeah, I 100%. agree. 100%, no doubt about it. And I was um, talking to somebody today. You can throw records out the window. Um, you know, Pulaski and Coach Hines and what they always do, and, and I've got faith in them. I mean, sure, they're taking them on the chin, and their record doesn't reflect probably the talent and the team that they've got. And, you know, it's – it's the, the, and, and I think that, that it'll show come playoff time because I think they've got a couple wins in the playoffs, and they're probably going to be a 500 team or so come playoff time, but they're going to go on the road possibly – and win a game or two. You know, they, they that Pulaski County group, and, and I know you all have heard a lot about those northern middle teams and uh, they're, what they're doing in football, winning, uh, I don't know, their, their, their middle school program has been winning state championships for a while now, it seems like, in football. Those kids are freshmen, um, sophomores maybe. So Coach Hines knows what he's doing here. He's getting probably getting some younger kids some reps and, and testing and battle testing these kids because – you know, next year, the two years from now, I mean, he, they're going to be playing for a 4A state championship. 5A. 5A. Pulaski's 5A. I thought 5A. they were 4A. And very well could be. Very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's okay, a coach so that I doesn't chase the brownie points and hats. All right, I think Zach's cutting in and out on us a little bit, so we're going to keep going here. Um, I got you. Another game that, you know, we – oh, you're fine. A game that uh, we went to actually is our back-and-body uh, chiropractic center highlight game of the week was Somerset and Garrett. Um, I'll tell you guys, a very hard-hitting – both teams very hard-hitting defenses. Garrett's defense was pretty solid. It, it was a 14-7 to game at halftime maybe. Uh, I mean, where it, was, it was a pretty – I mean, Garrett had some chances to score early and just could not capitalize. Garrett – has a hard time getting the ball in the end zone, but they're another team that's probably better than 0 and 4. And Somerset honestly should be 4 and 0. It wasn't for a blown call in their first game. So, you know, um, the Hughes brothers are dynamic. But the one thing I took away from that game in general was like you, you guys have been around football enough to know the difference between a hit and a hit. When when they hit and you hear the the pads like make a certain noise. Like you know, you you know you're watching something. Yeah, you know, Garrett County's just like you said. They're better than their own four record. They, you know, but you're talking you're talking straight up headhunters, and you know what it sounds like is you know defensively teams just laying it all on the line. Garrett will get their mojo going offensively. Unfortunately, their defense is really good. 
unfortunately, they're on the field a lot. So um, Somerset's a team that at the beginning of the year, people said, hey, you know, with Clay's first year, he's going to take some beats and bangs, but he's he's a year or two with having a, a, a contender, but he's just proven that he's well above that. You know, he's above his time frame right now, and they're doing making some noise right now. You know, going back real quick, I, I, I can't believe I failed to mention this. When we were talking about Bull County, how many times have you seen a player throw for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, run a touchdown, and return a kickoff for a touchdown? <laughs> Not very it's often. It's been a while. Not very So, uh, my well, that, that, offense just, that offense just does video game type stuff. It's like a – it's like a high school kid, you know, playing Madden. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what they can do and, and how many people they can do it with. Yeah, just so <laughs> many, so many uh, weapons just all over the place. It's uh, it, and you know, I'm ashamed to say I haven't got to watch Bull County play this year yet. <laughs> yeah, I even seen a tweet that said he was selling popcorn at halftime. And he probably <laughs> sold a lot of it. <laughs> if, if it had his autograph on it, I'd probably say they was going pretty good. Yeah. Might be guilt, might, might be able to get him some NIL money out of that. What do you think? Off, yeah, off the popcorn bag. <laughs> hey, one more game we'll talk about before we move in on into uh, the previews of the games is Mercer and Danville. I think we all kind of had an idea of how this would play out. Um, and to be honest with you, I think Mercer may have – I think they had 41 at halftime and ended up winning 48 to 10. <laughs> Is, is Mercer the real deal, guys? Because I'm starting to think they are. Go ahead, Zach. Uh, real deal? They're, I don't know that they're there yet, but a dang good football team, absolutely. Um, I will say that they've, you know, they've at this point, you know, you know, proved me wrong. Not saying I didn't have any faith in them, but, you know, being 4-0 at this point, um, they're, they're, they're trending in the right direction, and they also have to be a favorite to obviously win their district. And, and make some noise and win a few games in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, they're, they're ahead of where I would have had them, you know, from the beginning of the season. I didn't know they were going to be that fast. I mean, they got a bunch of stallions out there. I mean, they're just – they can score on you just like that. And Craig Geese has done a good job getting this offense going. The, the real test with Mercer County will be next week or whenever they do play Southwestern. This week, we'll kind of, this week here, we'll, we'll see exactly where Mercer County stands against, uh, uh, you know, another powerhouse football team in the 12th region. So, I, mean, I feel uh, like it's a game that Mercer needs too. playing, a, you know, a, you know, the team that perennially, you know, makes a deep run in the playoffs, bigger school, yes. uh, you know, a smash mouth type game. I think it's a game Mercer needs going forward, win or lose. I think that they're going to gain something coming from it. Yeah, yes. and, we'll, and we'll definitely – we're going to talk about that uh, game coming up shortly because that is our highlight uh, game of – or, uh, yes, that will be our back and body highlight game of the week for this week coming. Uh, Zach might be dog to be quiet. Uh, yeah, I know, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> some dogs. But, but speaking of Mercer County, um, you know, they, they started to see out against Taylor County, and Taylor's record now is 3-1. They uh, uh, Their only loss is to Mercer. Then they played uh, Dunbar, and Dunbar is currently 0-4. And, and then they uh, played Shelby County, who is 2-2. Two and 2 So, I mean, uh, uh, you would probably call – and then Danville, of course, is 0-4. So, um, 
probably a, a mediocre type schedule, strength of schedule. Uh, not not the, the level of the Southwesterns and the Pulaski's strength of schedule yet. I'm not saying they couldn't play that type of schedule. I'm just saying what they've done so far. You know, Correct. you know, you know, some coaches like John Hines will schedule absolute crazy with what he's done. And then you got some coaches who will kind of, I'm not going to say give, pay, you know, easy games, but they try to make a schedule to where they can get their team ready offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not, not many teams go out here and just try to stack wins. I mean, no, no coach in their mind does that, but they, they look at their team preseason or, you know, whenever they make these schedules and they're like, you know, you try, you try not to, to get them killed, but you try to get a happy medium of fair competition, you know. So yeah. Mercer can't help what their competition has done. You know, some of them may have under – some of their opponents may have underachieved so far, and, you know, that's not their fault. I mean, both teams got to play the game, and Mercer's just ahead of where I thought, you know, they even thought they were going to be. You know, this far in the season. Yeah, you know we've we've got a couple teams in the area, the twelfth region area, that are still undefeated. I think Rock Castle is another one that's undefeated. Um, let's see here, Wayne County, Wayne, uh, Rock Castle, and Wayne County are two four teams that are undefeated. And uh, a couple weeks ago, like I said, I went and watched Wayne County and Casey County play, and and you know it, it was another very good game. But anyway. Uh, what we'll do is we're going to move on into the preview of our games coming up this week. And, and like I said before, we will be heading to Southwestern at Mercer. That'll be the one and two Southwestern Warriors versus the four and oh Mercer County Titans. Man, I tell you what, it's going to be a heck of a game. And I, Mercer's got a very high powered offense. They, they've got multiple people that do it from multiple ways. And, and I, the Southwestern, we know what Southwestern is going to do. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over. Just ground and pound. Yeah. I think Southwestern just sometimes they're like an old school team that just beats you in the ground and, and they just, you get hit by somebody. And yeah. Eventually, you know, it's, it's hard to hang around with them unless you, you got to get ahead of Southwestern. And you got to put points on the board and make them try to do something other than just run it. Well, you know, Mercer County could do that as fast paced as their offense is. They strike, they strike quick. Uh, they could get Southwestern off their toes and off their game plan and really put them behind to start scrambling to where they've got to start throwing the ball, you know, where they could just can't run it five yards here, eight yards here. You know, you if Mercer County can come out against Southwestern's defense and start racking up plays and start putting points on the board, you know, they could really get Southwestern out of their game plan. And I think that's, you know, and we'll see exactly how legit, you know, we know Mercer County's offense is very, very good. Now we're going to see where where they stand defensively against a good Southwestern team. And just to add to that, you know, with, with Mercer and playing this type of game, Mercer County cannot turn the football over in this type of game. Because you turn the football over a time or two against Southwestern, it might be quite some time before you get it back. And exactly. you have to it you have to at least move the ball, play the field position game, and have your defense not give up any break big you know, break loose runs 
So a lot of things to, you know, to be determined. And like we talked about Southwestern at one and two, there's a lot of teams that we talk about. You put them in Southwestern shoes and play the three games that they've played so far. A lot of teams that have better records would be lucky to be one and two. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, and to be honest with you, I think everybody, like we've said this already, this is kind of like a measuring stick for Mercer. And and people are like, well, you know, people outside looking in are like, well, well Southwestern's one and two. Like you all say, like we've said on here already five times, the schedule or the records don't matter compared to the schedule they played. If Mercer County beats Southwestern, then that that elevates Mercer to a whole different atmosphere to the world than where they're at as far as this season goes. Uh, yes, because that's a that is a huge quality win for a Mercer County uh, program. Absolutely. Yeah. And no, no knock to Mercer County, but Southwestern is going to be, you know, the best competition so far that they've seen. Without a doubt. So, so, so that's really going to, you know, Craig Yeast, I mean, he can have his team really shine come Friday night. You know, it's, there's going to be a lot of eyes on both teams to see, hey, is Southwestern there or they done? You know, is Mercer County as legit as some people think they are? You know, you got both sides kind of looking at this game. It's it's working. You know, there's there's do's and don'ts for both. You know, on on the outcome. So, yeah, I'm just sitting there talking about <laughs> Southwestern and running it. I'm just going to. Uh, they run the ball a lot, so they threw the ball 36 times this year, and they <laughs> ran uh, 76 times. So basically. Two thirds of the time they run the ball. Hey, and you might see that come out Friday night. He he might come out and start throwing the ball. I mean, Mercer County might play him for the run, and he, he's liable to come out and start throwing the ball, start the game. But but you know the way Southwestern plays it though too. I mean, on those thirty six passes, they've completed twenty four of them for three hundred thirty nine yards. So what they do, yeah. it's 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 no secret that they just pound it, pound it, pound it, pound it make you load the box, and then they're going to play play action, and they've got you beat deep. So Mercer County has got to be prepared, you know, to, to stay honest in the in the secondary and not give up those big plays because, you know, it's just because they don't, don't mean they can't. And, and yeah. you know, that's just one of those things. Defensively, Mercer County's got to be honest and stay home. Hey, speaking of PC and their schedule, it doesn't get any easier. They they go to Woodford County to play this. Oh. Yeah, I – you know, I, I really feel I, – I would hate to be a parent at Pulaski right now. I mean, it's just – it's it's wartime. Every every Friday night, it's not no give-me's. I'll tell you that much. And Coach Hines says bad moon rising. That's right. Hey, you, you find me a better one-and-three football team in the state of Kentucky right now. I, you, you can't do I, it. I wouldn't want to play them come district, you know, as soon as district starts. Absolutely so. not. No, sir. So, and you know, and people understand PC lost two very, or they lost more than two, but two very important pieces Bryson Duggar and Chandler Godby for, I mean, two all region type players. Absolutely. Your quarterback and one of the best receivers that the school had ever seen. Uh, and it's, you don't replace those things. It's like Boyle replacing Tommy Ziesmer. You don't do it. You, no. you yeah. try to, but Tommy's are hard to replace. Those are shoes you don't feel. You just let some other kids find their own way and make their own shoes. And, yep. you know, they're in those two kids that you just mentioned are the same thing. You know, Pulaski, but Pulaski's trying to find their footing with playing 
top 25 teams in the state pretty much week in, week out. You know, three of the four teams they played are, you know, with Pikeville, GRC, and Corbin. Uh, two of the three are for sure a top 25 team, and GRC pushing, having an opportunity to be. So they've got kids, young kids, you know, trying to find their way against solid competition week in, week out. That's hard to do. They, after Woodford County, they got South Laurel, Madison Central, North Laurel, Harlan, and then Southwestern. So um, um, I, I not looked at the, those other teams' records, but I, uh, I, I would see. think the next three are probably a little bit easier than the last South five. Or, South Laurel, Madison Central, I think, are, are, are good for PC. North Laurel, uh, North, North's pretty tough. And then Harlan, I think, is a win for them as well. And then they finish the year out with Southwestern, which is, you know, probably going to, I would say that's probably going to be our 12th region game of the week. And I think that'll be a slot oh, yeah. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to be on the Maroon Sports Network and uh, uh, do a little commentary. But shout out to the Maroon <laughs> Sports Network. Uh, uh, James uh, texted me the other day wanting to know when I was going to come down there and get on. So I have to do that sometime or another. But we're moving on to the Battle of the Beatons. And I know 0-4 Garrett versus 0-3 East Jessamine. What you take, boys? Uh, Chris, what you got? Oh, man. You know, somebody's got to come out with the win. Unfortunately, you know, it's, it's just somebody's got to come out with the win. But I still believe in Garrett County. Um, you know, they, they've played teams close. It's just they've let it slip away at the end, you know. They they've got the pieces, you know. Malachi Simmons, if he just came back a couple weeks ago, he was in a walking boot to start the season. Um, watching some of their games on YouTube, they kill themselves with penalties. Mm-hmm. As soon as they can start getting a little bit more identity and getting a little bit more belief in themselves and getting healthy, I, I'm I'm picking I'm picking Garrett County to win this game against East, fourteen to seven. Ooh, ooh. High-scoring game, man. Well, you know, and and you stop and look at East's schedule. uh, They had a three-point loss to North Bullet, got absolutely blown out by Henry County. But they opened the season, if if, if anybody doesn't know, they lose by a touchdown to Wayne County, who we've talked about is undefeated. So, and it was very close late, and I think East had an opportunity to win. So, I think East might be better than the record shows, but I'm, you know, I'm out going out on a limb here with Chris. I do think – Garrett County gets a win, and I think the deciding factor to me is Die House Stadium and being at Garrett County. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit more high scoring. I'm going to go Garrett County 27, uh, East Jessamine 24. All right, then. Yeah, you'll GC, like I said, they do play great defense, but sometimes the mistakes does get in the way. Uh, in the Somerset game, Somerset, you know, uh, muffs a punt. Garrett recovers it. It's a shoestring tackle to keep him from going to the end zone. And then Garrett ends up throwing a, a pick in the corner of the end zone. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you said. Some of that sometimes some of the some of the pains are self inflicted, but they do play hard for Crutchfield Spencer, and he coaches them hard. And uh, and, and a, a win would do uh, GC a whole lot of good. I you know I, I don't I know wins mean a lot for both teams, but I just wonder if the a win for Gary would mean more to them than the win for Eastwood. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes, it does. All right, so then you got West, uh, Lafayette coming to West. Lafayette is 0-4. Um, West is, I think, 2-2. 2-2, two two. Two yes, two, yeah. 
but they come off a 41-7 loss to Greene County. Um, like I said, Lafayette is 0-4. Uh, West has got a really good quarterback. I noticed he's he's a dynamic scorer. Uh, you think West handles business here? Go ahead, Zach. I do. Um, you know, Lafayette has been no secret. They've been down, like way down, you know, 0-4 this year, uh, 0-11 last year. And then, I mean, you even go back, you know, years prior and they're 2-9. You know, they've got two wins in the last two and a half seasons combined. Not a lot going good for them. I think West puts up a lot of points but also gives up a few points. I think West probably wins this game probably 45-14 would be my prediction here for West and Lafayette. West is your winner. I'll tell you you one thing. I'm going to stick with the same prediction, and I think the score is going to be around the same. I think West is too much. But I tell you that Lafayette's band will win the contest at halftime <laughs> because we we went and watched Lafayette play a few years back, and they were playing Corbin, and we walked in the place was packed after <laughs> halftime. After after the halftime performance, we looked up. There's 14 people in the stands. They all left. The, <laughs> but I'm a, Lafayette used to be a powerhouse back in the day before you had some of your new schools come into Lexington. You know. Lafayette always was a good program. Unfortunately, they just don't have the pieces anymore. Uh, I think West is too much for them. Yeah. So I, I agree with the the high score, and I think West is going to show out, have a running clock. I mean, and I think Lafayette will score late. Well, and, so, and, you think, and just to hit on that too, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, you had Walker Ruud playing quarterback at Lafayette, and they were contending for a state championship. So it just yeah. goes to show you what a new school in town. And you know, kids jockeying around and what they can do, and what and just absolutely kill a program. Yes. So we was talking about uh, the quarterback for West Jessman, Gabriel Smith. Let me just give you guys two numbers. He is averaging two hundred and forty-two total yards a game, one hundred thirty-two passing, and a hundred and ten rushing. But he has fifteen touchdowns on the season. Fifteen touchdowns, four games. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty good numbers. That that. That's really good number. I mean, so um, moving on, we got Damble going to Knox Central. Knox Central two and two. Damble is zero and four. I think I don't know a whole lot about Knox Central. I, I think we're all at the point like we'd like to see Damble to be able to put one in the win column, but it's going to be difficult. Uh, they're just um, you know they're 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 basically rebuilding a whole program right now. Yeah, they are. I mean, one one game that we can relate to, uh, two weeks ago, um, Knox Central went to Somerset and got beat forty-seven to twelve. So, if that gives you any, you know, any idea of where uh, Knox Central would be at this point. But on the flip side, I think Danville hangs around for a while. Um, and, but I'm gonna, you know, I don't think I don't know that Danville gets their win this week. Um, final score, I'm gonna go. Knox Central 34, Danville 24. I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I, I got I got to roll with them. I, I believe Danville can actually get the job done this week. I think that, you know, they've been beat up. They've had to do a lot of soul searching. You know, I think Coach Parks gets his first win against Knox Central. Um, I think Danville's got too much speed for him. Uh, I'm looking at a 21-14 game. I'm picking Danville. And let me go on record and say I'm not rooting against Danville. I want Danville to win. 
But on the flip side, Chris and I are keeping count with our records on this pick'em contest, and I am <laughs> but, trying to stay ahead of it. So, but, I, but I am rooting for Danville. I'll, I'll take a loss in my column to see Danville win a game. How about that? So I, so I should have explained this to you guys before we got started, that I do the pick'ems a little different than you all done them in the past. Okay. I'll wait until we till the end and tell you which games you get to pick. Oh, that's fine. Okay. We're picking all of them. So when we get to the end, I'll go back and tell you the four. I've picked four games that you all can have who pick them tonight. Okay. So uh, I, that would have been good information at the beginning, though, wouldn't it? Nah, keep us on our toes. Hey, uh, I'll just, I want to on Danville here, just kind of uh, Braden Boffman, just, you know, give him a shout out, you know, um, uh, what, 99 yards a game rushing. So, you know, that's, that. I mean, he's averaging almost 100 yards a game. So, give the kid a shout out. And uh, he's working his tail off trying to trying to handle business over there for Danville. Hey, I'm going to tell you, the, kid, the kid's got a small frame, but he's got a big heart, man. That kid plays day in, day out. So, you know, I, I, see, I see him having a big game Friday night as well. Heck yeah. So now we're going on to Somerset travels to Campbellsville. Interesting. Campbellsville is 4-0, and they've given up 12 points all season. That's a toss-up to me. You know, like we talked about a minute ago, Somerset's one play away from being undefeated as well. Now, they've gave up more than 12 points. But, you know, uh, that that's a tough game. Uh, is this my? Is this our pick'em opportunity here, or, or do I have time? To- no, I'll, I'll come back at the end. I mean, know. this this game to me is it's probably going to be a heck of a football game. Um, Somerset's found their way. Obviously, Campbellsville has, has been on it from, since opening weekend with the fifty-four nothing win over Owen County. Um, they took they handled Casey County pretty easily. Um, and man, toss up to me. You know, but it's, talk- it's a game, Somerset. I, I think it'd be a good. Good measuring stick for Somerset, even though they're going down a class and playing one A school. I talked to Levi about that game, uh, and I think he felt like Casey could have played a lot better than what they did against Campbellsville. Um, so maybe that gap is a little bit closer than what the score indicates. There, I think he had a bunch of kids out sick. Yeah, and I, you know, another thing coming off a physical game, that Death Valley Bowl, I mean, not no secret, it was a defensive game. Both sides, Lincoln and Casey, was wore out after that game. I mean, it was a good game. So going into week two, he had some sickness. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Somerset on on handling handling their business Friday night and and handling Campbellsville their first loss. Yeah, I mean that's uh, like I said, well, it's not. To, it should be a battle of the unbeaten's, but it's not. And, yes. Uh, you know, Campbellsville four zero. It, it, it's another good test for Somerset, and, and they've played a decent schedule. Um, you know, they've got um, well Campbellsville, then Lincoln County the following week at Lincoln County. Eager to see how Lincoln County stacks up against that Somerset squad. Um, moving on. Speaking of Lincoln County, Lincoln County going to Russell County, playing. Owen four Russell, you got to think Lincoln County comes out with the win on this one. You know Lincoln County's coming off uh, of a game that you know didn't didn't matter. I mean, it, by paper you've seen a win for Lincoln, but Lincoln done a lot of things really good that night. Um, of course, Bourbon County's you know a rebuilding team. Um, had some kids transfer out, so that's kind of the boat they're in. But 
you know, Lincoln, I look for Lincoln to keep the ball rolling Friday night against Russell and uh, doing close to the same thing that they did last Friday. I think you're right. Um, Lincoln's going the right direction. Um, I think Russell's obviously a team that's struggling to find their way. I think Coach Jaggers has got got the ball going. Um, You know, I feel like they did some things good two weeks ago against Scott County. The score doesn't indicate that, but I feel like offensively, you know, they moved the ball and did some things that they needed to do to stay competitive for for longer than a lot of us thought. And I just I don't see a lot of resistance with Russell County, even though it's on the road. But you know, I think you could probably take it to Bourbon County score, and it's going to be something similar if 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 they choose for it to be, and how long they leave their starters in. You know, Lincoln has to run the ball effectively to, to in order to do the you know some you know they've they uh they they've added a, you know they got Bryce Floyd after everybody calls him Bob and I have no idea why they call him Bob his name's Bryce I thought I don't know maybe some maybe I, could, th- I think Doug McQueen started that in middle school I don't know for sure but that's what Doug McQueen would yell all the time he would yell Bob well Bryce but, has beers in sixth grade well yeah. <laughs> Well, the the thing is, is we, I think there was like three Bryce's on the team, so he just called him Bob. I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think that's where it came from. You know, uh, but Bryce he has been a, a, a you know a, a good spot receiver for him, uh, a position that you know I've kind of I felt like they they wasn't they wasn't as strong as other teams in the area at. You got a pretty decent quarterback in Sawyer Horton just now set the all time passing record for the Patriots. Uh, so having targets to throw the ball to is a, a huge plus. And I'm telling you, and, and they probably need to, to to do some work on Russell County because after that, it doesn't get easy at all. No, it doesn't. Wayne, Boyle County. Well, they got Somerset Taylor. in there too in a non-district game. And, and you yeah. know, so, whew. It, yeah, they, 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 their last five games of the season are are, are – can be could could be really tough. Let's well, I mean, way. no doubt about it. I mean, they're probably an underdog in the last five five games. If you if you know you you you, you put it on paper. I'm not saying so, they can't win, and not saying they they're not going to. But they're, on paper, they're probably an underdog in their final five games. Lincoln, Lincoln and Somerset are a lot closer than people realize. And Lincoln and Wayne, uh, Wayne has the uh, the Dumford kid who I mean, I mean, he just I I, I don't he dude this kid's like six four. And I've not heard of any colleges looking at him as a receiver. He's legit. Like he could, he could. He's a college receiver. I'm wanting to say that he had a he had a offer last year from Eastern. Um, that I remember of. I've not really heard anything after that, but I do know that even when we talked to the coach, you know, in the preseason, that he did have an offer from Eastern Kentucky um, last year as a sophomore and even though he was playing quarterback they still looked at him as a you know a, a receiver db whatever um but you know he, he's one of them kids man he he can play any position and, and hurt you in many ways yeah and so wayne county they go uh metcalf is actually going to wayne county this friday what metcalf is one in three guys i think pulaski continues to do what they're doing, and, and they will be five and zero oh after this week, and then they'd be going to Taylor or Taylor County. Well, actually, Wayne County goes to Metcalf. I'm sorry, uh, but then Taylor County comes to Wayne, which will be a huge matchup for them. That that'll be a measuring block, but I don't see any reason why they don't come out five and zero oh this week. Yeah, you know, I thought Casey County was uh, 
a real good measuring stick for uh, Wayne County. And, you know, when nine minutes left to go in the game, Casey County had a 10-point lead. Dufford yep. done his thing and said, here, give it to me. Let me show you what I can do. Well, uh, but really, other than that, I think getting to Taylor County will be the next best measuring stick to see how legit Wayne County can be. You know, I mean, there's another um, – we ain't talked about him much. and that, Nathaniel Sullivan – for Wayne County, who's actually their leading rusher, he, uh, you know, he's he's ran for uh, 447 yards this year with three touchdowns. He's averaging 112 yards a game as far as rush. So, and got a quarterback playing well as a freshman. Corbin yeah, Cor- Edwards. Corbin Edwards, 692 yards through the air. Now, granted, yeah. four 450 of those are to Dumford, but I mean, he's got some <laughs> other kids. As, uh, Bryce LeFevers, I mean, he's got, caught 13 balls for 150 yards and a couple scores. I mean, Lincoln or, or Wayne's got the got the weapons to do it, but I'm just, you know, like we talked about, it's a measuring stick coming up in a couple of weeks, I think. I think they go 5-0 and when they host Taylor County. You know, my only question about Wayne at this time, you know, like we talked about, you can't help, you know, how, if teams are down, but is their schedule, you know, going to hold up for them and, and, you know, get them prepared for district play and hopefully in the playoffs. Did you all see the photo that we took of the, of the guys holding the wrestling belt? Yes. With Wayne. Did you see the 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 big dude like the the big linebacker guy? Hoss. Yeah. He's I a forget hoss. His, his name. Uh, let me go through and see if I can't find it. But I, anyway, he. Uh, my goodness, he. Them kids down there are huge. Was I that the kid you. with the cage face mask on it that looked like just something out yeah. of like a Halloween movie? Yeah, I saw it. That that was wild. That's a big old boy. <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> He was huge. But anyway, um, Boyle going to Taylor. Guys, Taylor's no slouch. Taylor's good. They're three and one. Uh, their only loss is to Mercer County. But Boyle is just different. We, we, we could sit here and we could talk three days about how good Boyle is. The, the only thing I wonder, and, and this is going to lead on to a thing, is I wonder if Taylor can score against Boyle. And how many points they can score? I, you know, I, I don't think so. I've made the comment in the past couple episodes. Hey, I'd like to see Bull play this team. I'd like to see Bull. They they keep showing week in week out that they they prove me wrong. They're 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 flat out one of the best teams in the state. The top one or two. I mean, you could argue argue that they're the best team in state. They could be one of the best teams out of state. Um. I don't think Taylor County scores on them until Bull County puts the puts the backups. Correct, and 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 I think that's you know, and and even with Bull County's backups, their JV squad, they're still good. Um, they're no slouch either. So, well, I really don't know. I mean, Taylor's. I mean, it's still going to be a test for Taylor to score on those guys. And and, and with all due respect to Coach Parkey and at Taylor County, you got a good year going three and one. Only lost to a very solid Mercer County team. My only question in this game is when is the running clock start? I mean, no offense to anybody. I mean, it's no secret. You know, Bull can get, you know, I think they get what they want when they want it in this game. But I do think Taylor might get a, get a touchdown or two late in the game when Bull's players or their starters are on the bench. Since we're, yeah. since we're on the Boyle subject, I just want to let you all know, there is a Super Bowl-type state championship game that could happen this year in 4A. Absolutely. You're t- a game of of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, it's like it's like it, you you all understand what I'm trying to say. It, it there's a game brewing 
that yeah. it's you know ever it's the talk it's the talk of the state everybody's everybody's done ready to see the Corbin Bull County game but I'm just going to tell you right now there's a lot of teams left that at Corbin and Bull need to be watching out for you got Cove Cav you got Ashland Blake you know 100% Johnson Central don't count them out they might have lost yeah I mean but you've got you've still got three or four teams that could come up and make some noise and really upset one of these teams because they may get overlooked. Well, and then you because know, everybody's looking for that Corbin Bull County match. It's no secret these kids are on social media. They read these posts on Twitter and on you know on on these sports pages and things like that. You know, if these kids you know dive into you know getting into these posts that seeing these people, everybody out there is wanting to fast forward to December and go to Com- or Kroger Field and see Corbin and Bull County. If either of these teams fall asleep. There's several teams that can beat them uh, come third and fourth week of the playoffs. So these teams got to stay alert. But if things play out like they should, that is a game for the ages, I can tell you. Yeah. When I was going to look at uh, Boyle's remaining schedule here real quick, but I'm on the wrong page. I got you. They got, uh, they've got Taylor County on the road, then Lexington Catholic at home um, by week, then at Russell, home against Lincoln, home against Wayne, and then they end the year with a – no, probably the best game in the state at Frederick Douglass, which, by the way, huh. Frederick Douglass at Corbin this weekend. We won't talk about games around the state. That's got to be, yeah, that's, 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 that's the big guy. You, you would think that Bull County's coaching staff will be in attendance or at least scouting that game to see what, oh. you know, getting ready for Frederick Douglass and preparing for possibly a matchup with Corbin. Oh, man. It's, uh, that would, I, there'll be a lot of eyes on that one. I, oh, I can promise. And it's the hey, but grand opening of Corbin's new stadium, new scoreboard, new field. I mean, it, it you won't you won't find that the city of Corbin will be empty, and everybody will be at that game. But let let's not let's not overlook. You know, Bull County cannot be overlooking. No, they got Lexington. They got Lexington Catholic coming up, and everybody remembers. Was it last year that Lexington Catholic upset them? Yes, they did in the regular I season. Mean, Twenty eight. You know, they could they could say the call here, call there. You got it's the way it came out. Bull County can't be, you know, they got to keep the eye on every Friday night, and I think they will. But you know, they you just can't be looking forward to that Corbin no Bull yep. County matchup yet. And I, and I don't say this lightly, and I don't want to take anything from other teams, but I will tell you that Bull County. I don't know if they ever take too many things for granted like that because. They work those kids. I mean, they work them. They're one of the hardest working, if not the hardest working team in the area when it comes to just year round, uh, when you're, you know, actually doing stuff like that. So that's what prepares them for these big games. And, and, uh, I'm sure them coaches are probably <laughs> reminding those kids all the time about uh, stay humble, stay humble, you know, because it, it, it can bite you quick. But anyway, yes. moving on, we got Casey. At McCreary Central, um, McCreary Central is 0-3. You know, uh, new coach, uh, Sam Marple, former Casey County coach down there. You know, it, it's kind of those things in the, McC- the McCreary Central area. You know, um, the, the talent and the teams come along every few years. It, you know, they're in a rebuilding stage kind of. Um, it is what it is. You know, in Casey County's, it, Casey County's in a very similar Similar uh, situation, but it is 
uh, Sam Marple's former team coming to McCree Central. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, it's going to be. It, it may be a close game in the first half, uh, but I, I think Casey County's just got too much for Macquarie County this this season. I see I see uh, Casey County winning this one 28-7. You know, a, a Sam Marple coach team isn't going to just roll over and, and – and, no. They're, they're going to come out and give it everything they've got. I just don't know that they've got enough. Um, you know, this is a game I think Casey pulls away from late and probably beats them by – you know, I could see, you know, I, I don't know a score, but I could see Casey winning by 21, 24 points, somewhere in that range. Uh, Evan Stevens is having a phenomenal year, probably one of the best defensive players in the area, too. Um, I mean, every every week when we're starting to pull up our players of the week, it's it's always, you know, he, defensively, he, he's always up there somewhere when it comes to tackles. Or, you Evan, know, he and the Evan, Bo Patterson kid, I'm telling you, you know, it's a double up. Two man you know, show. Oh, so far on the year, uh, Bo Patterson has forty eight tackles, and uh, Evan Stevens has thirty five. Bo has three tackles for loss and a stack. Um, I mean, it's just I, the defense for Casey's not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. No. You know, th- those are two kids that any coach in the twelfth region would want on their on their side. You know, come Friday night. Yeah, they the Casey County's little is sneaky because uh, we all know Levi real well, and, and Levi's going to coach already. <laughs> it ain't going to matter. He's going to he's going to he's going to get in those guys' ends and 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 uh, if, if they don't play good, he's going to let them know about it pretty quick. Yep. All right. So now we got another battle of unbeaten's. We got Rockcastle going to Paris to play the four and O. Paris, whatever their mascot is. I, I think they're the Greyhounds. Greyhounds. Yeah, Paris Greyhounds. I think this is a Listen. sneaky game for Rockcastle. Um, I think, you know, honestly, I think Paris is going to have an element that Rockcastle hasn't seen much of yet, and that is one with one word, speed. Um, I, yeah. I caught, you know, a game this past weekend of Paris and saw some highlights. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, a toss-up for me. I mean, you know, Paris has put up some points, and they've beat some historically. You know, they they beat Hazard a couple weeks ago. Tough top well, up game for me. I think to date, I think this even it's a one A school. I think it is Rockcastle's toughest game to date. Not going to pick yeah, a winner yet since we're not on the pick them, but but I do think Rockcastle's. You know, they're they're in for a game. Well, I will tell you the first game of the year, Paris played Frankfurt and won fifty to zero. Frankfurt uh, canceled the game with Rock. Correct. So, um, I, I have seen Rockcastle play in person. Um, it was against Pineville, so they were very, very undermatched. But Rockcastle is physical, and they're fast. Uh, they got a little more speed than you realize they do, but they got two or three guys that are like that, not just one. Two or three guys that are built very the same. They're not real big. Uh, um, they're more... Uh, I don't know, not really small, but they're they're not a big team like Wayne County up front or anything like that. So I'm I'm eager to see what Rockcastle does because I kind of like Rockcastle, uh, but there's no secret that they have played a little bit of a, a softer schedule early. You know, and I, this would be a good good test, I guess you would say, a kind of not not a full measuring point, but 
this will be this will be the best test they've had this far Absolutely. in yes. the season. And you know, I, I think you know Rock Castle's kind of you know I think this would be a game that they could go back to playing old school Rock Castle football and just drive the ball you know down their throat and 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 you know at try probably out physical a smaller school with a you know in smaller size team. Um, but you know, this is a game I'm certainly going to keep my eyes on because it, it you know, this just don't don't take Paris for granted just because they're one A schools. I think this game will get Rock Castle better at the end, you know, in the long run. You know, the one thing I can tell you about the Rock Castle Pineville game is they were destroying the quarterback. Like like Pineville must seem like they were a throwing team because they dropped back to throw it over and over again. And it, you know, and when the guy was taking a five or seven step drop, when he got to his last step somebody was hitting him. It was that bad. Like I was shooting videos of them twisting. <laughs> like he was getting hit every single drop back. So Rock Castle was staying back there. The question is, can they do that against a Paris or can they do that against a, a Casey County coming up at the end of the last, you know, at the last part of the season. So, uh, but anyway, so yeah, you all talked about the pick them. Now we're going to do the pick them. I, I don't know the records. Zach, you told me you were eight and one. Um, uh, I Chris, took my first know. loss last week. I, I did go against Southwestern, and and it cost me one. I think I'm eight and one. <laughs> and so, Chris, do you know your record? I, I don't. I, I I was I was I'm leaving that to Jimmy to keep up with. But well, Jimmy didn't text me. I told him to text me the records, and I, and knowing Jimmy, he he probably didn't want me to know his record. <laughs> Jimmy's not good. <laughs> Listen, all, all all Jimmy cares about is that the Cowboys won forty to nothing. Like, That's probably yeah. why he took the night off anyway. Still celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I've picked four games for you guys this week, and uh, you've said some of them, but we're going to go back over. So, yes, the first game is Rock at Paris. Who do you got, Zach? I think this is going to be more of a shootout type oh. game. I, I I think you know Paris breaks a few runs. Uh, Rock Castle is going to get theirs too. I I am going to take Rock Castle forty five, Paris thirty four. Mm. All right, mm. Chris, who you take? <laughs> you know, I I don't think it's going to be as big of a shit. I'm opposite direction. I think Paris. I think Rock Castle struggles a little bit with with Paris. Um, I normally don't pick against the 12th region teams, but for some reason I like Paris in this matchup, and I think I'm going to go Paris 28-14. No, somebody fell down over it. All right, next game, Somerset at Amblesville. Chris, you go first. I, I, I've I said it a while ago. I, I see Danville winning their first game of the season. No, I said uh, Somerset at Campbellsville. Oh, Somerset at Campbellsville. Yeah. You yeah. ain't good. Well, I thought I heard Danville. I, I keep hearing something rattling. So um, That's Zach. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting in the same spot. I hadn't moved since the dogs were barking. <laughs> Maybe it's Kenny. I don't know. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm going. What it is? I I'm just walking back and forth in my garage watching Monday Night Football on mute. So I'm not I'm not I'm not doing anything. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Somerset over Campbellsville twenty eight twenty one. 
I don't know if I set a score for this one earlier. Uh, I can't remember, but if I did, it's probably going to change. Because, but this game, this game has a feel. It, this could possibly be an overtime game. Not saying it's going to be, but I'm going to go Somerset 27-24. All right, Somerset. Let's move on down to the Battle of the Beatons, Garrett County versus East Jessamine at Garrett County. Well, just like I said earlier, I think I think Garrett County finally finally clicks. It's nothing pretty on both sides of the ball for both teams, but I see Garrett County pulling this and out maybe like a 14 to 7. I'm going with Garrett County. I think Garrett County Crutchfield, Jeff Hester, they get a win. Garrett County 20, East Jessman 16. All right. You guys are just matching up right now other than the – I know. Uh, I know. And then you got one, and you all know which one it's going to be. It's the highlight game of the week, Southwestern at Mercer County. Who are you taking? I'll let, I'll let Zach go first on this one. i tell you what. Yeah, I thought – I knew this was going to be on here. I've been thinking about it as we've been talking about everything else. Um, probably a, a, a top five game across the state. Might not be the biggest highlighted game across the state, but just best overall games. I do think the run game from Southwestern is too much for Mercer. Not saying I don't like Mercer and what they've got going on. I'm going to go Southwestern 32, Mercer County 28. Kind of in the same boat, but I see, I see Southwestern doubling up. I'm going to go uh, Southwestern 42, Mercer County 21. Oh, man. So, Chris made no friends in Mercer County. Do you, listen. Do you sell grippos in Mercer County? <laughs> I, I sell grippos everywhere. <laughs> but but I, it's hard for me. Kenny, going back to last year, you know I've always been a big fan of Southwestern, and I've always – I've always had a gut feeling that when I pick, I always pick Southwestern, and they've always won every time I picked them. So, oh, that, there's a little insight. So, you are guaranteeing a Southwestern victory, is what I heard. Well, just just on a pick, just just a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. All right, let's go over them, Zach. You got Rockcastle over Paris, Somerset over Campbellsville, Garrett County over East Jessamine, and Southwestern over Mercer. Chris, you got Paris over Rockcastle, Somerset over Campbellsville, Garrett County for East and Southwestern over. The difference is the Rock and the Paris um, game. I'm not going to pick because, you know, hey, I, that's just how it is. But anyway, <laughs> so each of you give me one player that I need to look out for this week. Who just or or I tell you what, or a player you just want to give some props to that hasn't got no props or just needs to be shouted out. I I said it earlier. I think Braden Boffman's going to have a big game this week. I think he's going to lead Danville to their first victory for Coach Parks. So I'm really riding. I'm going to ride high on Boffman on having a big, big, big time game come Friday night. So. That's my pick. I, Zach, we've talked about him a ton, but I can't not say his name again. And I'm going to go with Evan Stevens, uh, Casey County. We've talked about him a lot, but you can't talk about the kid enough. I mean, just all over the field on both sides of the ball. I mean, what that kid means to Casey County, uh, 
you know, you can't fight at this point in time, you know, that, that's, that kid's a stud and, you know, needed to say his name again. There's several other kids deserving, but, but I had to come back to him just because he's a, he's a workhorse and Casey, you know, it's no secret Casey relies on him and rides him hard, but he, he answers the bell every time they need him. All right. Okay. And then Zach, give me your guarantee of the week. Guarantee, guarantee of the me, week. Like, are we talking any game I, someplace? I, yeah, I didn't prepare you all for this. It doesn't matter. I've, I've, I, I've got one I was going to talk about anyway. Okay. Uh, give me your guarantee of the week. It can be anything about anywhere. Ooh, guarantee of the week. Well, I mean, you could go easy and just say Volcanic's going to win. Well, you can't do that, but guarantee of the week anywhere. <laughs> i tell you one thing, and it's not high school football related, not anything. I think Devin Leary shows out this weekend when Akron comes to Kroger Field and finally gets on track and Kentucky starts going the correct direction. I know they've won some games, and last week wasn't pretty, but I think, I think the Cats get rolling this week, and Devin Leary has a breakout game. How about that? Go cards. Well, but, uh, you can keep that to yourself. But uh, well, I'm a Florida State fan. Well, so. it's a good year to be one. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> My guarantee of the week, and I was going to talk about this anyways. I'm hoping Reed Curlis gets to touch the ball on the offensive side of the ball for Lincoln County this week, whether it be second string or whenever give you a fun stat on his kid he tore his acl last year he had one carry in varsity game against danville and got lincoln back in the game when he broke off a 45 yard touchdown run now let me just give you a little stat on reed his career leading up to now he has three carries three touchdowns every time the kid has touched the ball since his first one last year until last friday he has scored a touchdown on every time he has touched the ball. If you're Josh Jaggers, so how do you just not keep feeding the kid until at least he breaks, his, <laughs> breaks the stats? Well, I mean, well, well, he so, I, I, he he plays deep. He's he's a linebacker, so I think you know I think he's linebacker or safety. But they didn't want to rush him back on offense. That you know, with his knee injury, um, they finally put him in at second string in the fourth quarter the other night. They they handed the ball off to him and he broke. You could tell he was getting ready to break one and they blew it dead for a false start. So anyways, they come back out, they march it back five yards, they hand the ball off to him again, forty five yards, he's gone, untouched, bounced off a few of his own players on the line. Next thing you know, it he started right, he ended left, he's gone to the house. So I think his knee's getting pretty, pretty healthy. So he's a, he's a kid you might want to start watching out for. But now, it, it's a guarantee of the week. So are you guaranteeing that he's going to get one to carry for a touchdown? I, or I can I can guarantee I can guarantee that if he touches the ball, he's going to score. Okay, I, I'm going to ride with him. I'm going to ride with him. Hey, listen, he's three for three. So you can't. Look. <laughs> Shooting free throws, that's a pretty good percentage. <laughs> it's but, even better. It's even better on uh carries to touchdown ratio. Yeah. Hey, guys, I appreciate you coming on here and, and uh, uh doing this preview review and preview 
man, we've got a huge week. We're, you know, the 12th Region Sports will be at Southwestern at Mercer. Uh, Chris, you'll be at the Lincoln game. Zach, you'll probably be at the Bull game. I don't uh, I don't know. I'm a, I, you know, I am a Mercer County yeah. resident. Won't tell you exactly uh, where I live, but dude, I, I might I might there. sneak to Alvis Johnson Field and check out the Titans this week. I might do it. Come on there. Come on there. Hang out with me and Jimmy. Uh, we will have the guys. we got the, the Stuart Pass scoreboard update nightly, and, and I've got a few new things that I'm going to try Friday night. You know, we've got the, the coaches interviews and the uh, PBK MVP. Speaking of which, the belt, man, come on, guys. Like, you all know that belt's sweet. Like, it's not. It is pretty sharp. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to do a uh, Stuart Powell scoreboard show after the game uh, Friday night and kind of update everybody on the scores in the area. So make sure you check that out. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, guys. I appreciate you. And until next time, 12th Region Sports is out. Hey, if you want to stay up to date on everything 12th Region Sports, hey, go check us out. 12th Region Sports Podcast, 12th Region Sports Network. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Snapchat. Don't miss a thing 12th Region related. Stick with us. We'll take care of you. 12th Region Sports Network. Hey, guys, make sure that you check out our nightly scoreboards on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram brought to you by Stuart Powell. Ford Mazda of Danville, Kentucky, and also weekly our offensive and defensive players of the week brought to you by Amy Hazlett Insurance Agency out of Danville as well. Guys, stay up to date.